0: On All
1: right, so on the 22nd of October, a couple of days ago, it was the International Stuttering Awareness Day. Now, listen to this. I don't know if you knew that people like James Earl Jones had a stuttering problem. Did you know that? I mean, I I couldn't believe it. I actually personally know a lot of people who are quite prominent in in South Africa who stutter and and many people don't know that. But I'm fascinated at how people can manage their stutter. For me, that is where the genius is. Tiger Woods apparently also stutters. I didn't know that. Um, There are lots of King George stutters. I didn't know that either. But let's just talk to people who who know this more than than myself, obviously. Uh, Adina Lillian is a chairperson of of the speakeasy and a speak is also a speech therapist and a member of the board of the International Stuttering Association. Tina, thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon. Thank you for having me on your show.
1: So you can manage stuttering, can't you?
0: Yes, absolutely. Stuttering is definitely a way to manage stuttering at all ages, and it's never too late to get help to get therapy.
1: You know, it, uh, that's an interesting one, because I always thought if you don't catch it early, then, you know, you're going to run into problems. So you can, you can literally start learning how to manage stuttering even, what,
0: at 40 or whatever. Absolutely. Every child goes through a period of normal defluency between the ages of 2 to 5 years old. Most children outgo it. Most children, meaning about 85% of kids outgo it. Some people don't, and they may become a person who stutters. Obviously, early intervention is better. However, one is never too late to get help with stuttering. I see 50-year-olds, 50, 50, years 50 year or 60 year old who come to me for help. And there is no known cure for stuttering, but there is definitely ways to manage stuttering. So, what
1: causes stuttering?
0: Okay, this is a very interesting question. Because stuttering has been around for ages. If one believes in the Old Testament, we know that Moses stutters. Throughout the ages, Winston Churchill, Marilyn Monroe, I heard you say, Bruce Willis, all stutter. Research says that stuttering is is a result of a complex interplay of a number of different factors, which is actually a lovely way of saying we don't know. However, (laughs) genetics does contribute to to stuttering. And 65% of people who stutter, there is stuttering in their family. It doesn't mean... If you stutter, your child will stutter. It doesn't mean if you don't stutter, your child won't stutter. But there's, there's maybe mm. a genetic factor involved. But I've, I've, but I've also seen that
1: it, for some people it can be intermittent. So it, there are people who don't stutter all the time. But stuttering yes. maybe occurs because something is happening. So maybe they're anxious or something like
0: that. What causes yeah. that? And what you touched on is also, it's it's very interesting and it's important to realize, and people think that stuttering is caused by anxiety. Usually in developmental stuttering, a person has a predisposition for stuttering and it's exacerbated by anxiety or stress. It's not caused by anxiety or stress. Because if stuttering was Ah. caused by anxiety, everyone would stutter, but not everyone (laughs) stutters. Everyone is disfluent, yes. but not everyone stutters. And when we talk about stuttering, we talk about the repetition, so it, 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 it would be like a sound repetition or a block where nothing comes out. Every Everyone has normal disfluencies. And when we talk about normal disfluencies, it could be ums and ahs, but stuttering-like disfluencies are different from normal disfluencies. Okay.
1: and And... So when you when you talk about managing it, and and you know maybe yes. someone's listening who hasn't got the money or the resources or the space to go and see somebody who is a professional mm-hmm. like yourself, are there sort of like easy ways to to try and help people manage stutterings?
0: Well, therapy is obviously um, a, if one has got the resources. There's also um, so there's therapy and there's some self-help groups and. I run a self-help book, it's uh, uh, Speak Easy, and the website is speakeasy.org.za, which is s p e a k e a s yorgza That's a nice way to meet other people, 1% of the population stutters across all nationalities and all, all cultures. So it is quite a, quite rife. Right. And also, um, interestingly enough, more boys stutter than girls. So one in every four is a
1: female. So could you maybe help us technically understand? Because maybe all I want to know is what actually happens. Is it a is it a brain thing or is it more of a tongue thing that happens?
0: Okay, um, I wish I could answer that as such. And if you go to the research, if you go online, um, there there is many different different. Um, series about what causes stuttering. We don't know the actual cause. They do say, and there is research to say, that that, it, that in a person who, who that stutters, at the moment of stuttering there's less activity in the language areas than there should mm-hmm. be. So, now the question is, was there less activity did that that causes stuttering or did the stuttering cause less activity? Is it the ah. chicken before the egg, the egg before the chicken? Yes. We don't know, but that doesn't actually help the person who's stuttering as such. Um, But it's interesting to know, what we also know is at the moment of stuttering, and if you speak to a person who stutters, they say, you know, the words just don't come out. And it's really frustrating, Mm. as you can imagine, because the person who stutters knows exactly what he or she wants to say. And that's why one of the important things out there for everyone is to know what to do when one speaks to a person who stutters, to maintain eye contact, not to finish the words, not to finish sentences, not to smile, not to laugh, but to just wait until that person finishes what he or she says. Because when a person starts stuttering, or when a child first stutters, it's just the behavior, usually. It's just the repetitions or the blocks block where a person can't get a word out over time what happens there may become a psychological component and and people don't actually realize that who don't stutter because when when a person may react negatively to a person who stutters obviously there's feelings of embarrassment and frustration and anxiety and then it becomes a vicious circle so one stutters one feels embarrassed then one stutters even more and that's why, also, when, and as you said earlier, sometimes stuttering appears to be cyclical, and a person stutters in more stressful situations, obviously because of the anxiety, which triggers more stuttering. Does that make sense? Mm.
1: I get it. Oh, I, exactly. I completely get it. But I'm,
0: I'm, I'm amazed at the etiquette
1: that you're talking about. So um, that you're saying keep the eye contact. So. It's better to keep the eye t- eye contact than to look away. Is that how you know do people who stutter feel Absolutely. that it's more comfortable if you keep the gaze? It's not it's not uncomfortable?
0: Most most people who stutter it's really important to maintain eye contact because if you're looking away if you speaking to someone and that someone looks away, one thinking are, are you not interested in what I'm saying? Why are you looking mm. away? When you're having a conversation with someone, usually one's standing in front of someone, one's sitting in front of someone, and there's, there's no eye contact, right? Obviously one doesn't stare, but one doesn't look away.
1: Mm. And, and one doesn't finish. Most important, you don't finish the sentence or the word this persons trying to say.
0: Absolutely. Wait until that person finishes what he or she wants to say, and then carry on the conversation normally as per usual. So, 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 I mean, so completing something... once. Sorry, oh, I'm so
1: sorry because we obviously when we are on an OB, you know, there's a bit of a delay. So what I'm saying is completing the other person's sentence. It's not you helping.
0: No, I, it, it may be coming from a good space. It definitely may be coming from a good place in terms of helping the individual finishes, finish the sentence. Yeah. But sometimes for a person who touches, and mostly um, they report feeling very frustrated because I know what I want to say, so why can't yeah. I finish it? And sometimes you feel you in the wrong word. And the impression may be that person hasn't got patience to actually wait and listen to me. Or does you know? I remember a client of mine saying, and one of the very diffi- one of the situ- one of the most difficult situations for a person who stutters, ironically, is saying their name. So going back to school, if you remember in the classroom situation where you go around and you have to say your name is, your name is, your name is, right? For a person who stutters or a kid who stutters, that's very very difficult. And I came to this individual, and she had to say her name, and she couldn't say her name. And she said to me, I felt so stupid. I felt like people thought I forgot my name. So oh. it's not that people forget. It's that it just doesn't come
1: out. Dina, thank you so much for that. I uh, really appreciate the time you've given us. Tina Lillian, who's a chairperson of Speak Easy, She's also a speech therapist. And we're talking about stuttering as it was the 22nd of October was World International Stuttering Awareness Day. The famous.